and welcome to The Solve Network. My name is Shane Borza, and I'll be your host. Along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we'd like to welcome you. Our mission is to provide solutions and create a network of experts for you to learn from. Now, this show is a little different than most podcasts, as it is actually a live call held twice a month. If you can, please join us on the first and third Thursday of each month so you can get your questions answered live and direct from the experts themselves. If you're an expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com so you can be a part of the network. And now, here's our show. Today on the Solve Network, we have a bonus episode with an exclusive discussion and Q&A with Jenny Poppinger, the Facebook marketing expert. If you've heard the last episode, you know that she has a lot of information on how you can set your Facebook site up to help promote your business. And if not, go back and listen to it. Scene one, Apple, take one. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, your content creator coach. I have two books on filmmaking, Film Notes, where you learn to write, direct, and produce, and the Film Notes Workbook, where you can learn checklists and paperwork to streamline creating your content. Available at shaneborza.com. I also have filmmaker resources like the paperwork bundle with over 300 documents, the sound effects bundle with almost 3,000 files, and the music bundle featuring 900 tracks of all genres. Want to build your professional credits? Become an associate producer and get listed on IMDb. Let me help you get your art out into the world. Scene one, Apple, take one. One of my friends is a coach and uh, she was wondering about, and you were mentioning earlier about like how Google owns YouTube and I know uh, Facebook owns Instagram. And so she's curious how to work either together or like cross platforms and how to kind of, uh, you know, 10 X the impact of, of one uh, over the other and whether, uh, cause predominantly she posts on, Instagram uh, every day or a couple times a day. And she actually just did her first, um, she had an event on Monday where she had a speaker, she organized a call and they were raising money for a charity. And so she was trying to get as much exposure to this call as possible. And she told me, she's like, I don't know how to do this. I either feel like I'm not posting enough or I'm bombarding people. And she's like, you know, this is obviously the first time I'm doing this. So I'm going to figure it out and learn through this process. But she's like, you know, if I do this again, I just feel like there's got to be a better way to kind of leverage these two platforms off each other because they probably work together better than what I'm doing. And I said, that's a great question. We're doing a call tonight. You should come and ask it. She's like, I have a client. I can't, but please see if there's any ideas there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. What's her name? Uh, so her name is Lindsay. She's Lindsay. down in San Diego. Okay, great. Well, although Facebook owns Instagram, and Facebook and Instagram play very well together, they are different animals. Facebook has, as we mentioned earlier in the conversation, so many different options that you can use to create posts and events and polls and all different kinds of things, right? Uh, Whereas Instagram is 
a much more limited platform. You can post a video or a picture, right? And most of the posts on Instagram don't have as much text or content. So it works great for photographers, right? And I would think restaurants, foodies, you know, that kind of thing. It's so much more visual. It's, it's a visual platform. I don't see the same response with comments and interaction on Instagram, or it's a different type of interaction than on Facebook, right? So you can use some of the same content on Facebook and Instagram. And of course you can share back and forth all you want, but people are gonna know that, you, that you're kind of cheating, you know, and that you didn't create it specifically for that. So um, my recommendation is if you have a, a picture that you're gonna use on Instagram and a short little thing about it, you can use the same picture on Facebook, but maybe say a little bit more, um, try and get engagement. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, thank you. And I'm going to be sharing this recording with her so she'll be able to like hear that. But um, yeah, I think that's Good. really helpful. And then the next one is we have a friend who's been on some of these calls, James. He's a coach as well. And uh, so I'm a coach. So most of the people that I've, been having come on these calls are all coaches of some sort and one of the things that he has been talking about is he has his own practice and he has all social media things and as um, knowing the place I guess of what to post where when you have both personal accounts and business pages and if there's any like hard lines or separations or crossover through like just having a page in your name that's like I'm me and I'm this thing as opposed mm-hmm. to this is just me talking about stuff I like and and then separating that out into a business page or just kind of having one you know is there any uh, benefit to just saying I only have a business page and that's it or I have a personal page where I do whatever I want and then separately have a business page that's more professional or any combination of trying to encourage like your friends to like your business page so you can get more likes or or trying to uh, make some of your professional facing stuff more inclusive of like who you are as a person and kind of trying to figure out how to negotiate all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do get that question surprisingly a lot. So, uh, And by the way, I have a business coach. I have had a business coach since before I even started my business. And it has been awesome. Cheryl Jackson with Live Life Fully Coaching. And I recommend anyone in business has a business coach. (laughs) She's got me through some really challenging times. I had a a seven-year itch in my business. I just, oh, I did not crash and burn, but I really lost motivation. And she really helped me through that challenging time to be back where I really enjoy it. Um, Business page, personal page. 
you know what? I have eight grandchildren, been married for 25 years. I've never posted either of those things on my professional page face to face. I could, but on my professional page, I share helpful tips about social marketing. I share um, posts from companies that are using Facebook in a creative way that I think is brilliant and I praise them for it. I share um, about upcoming networking events sometimes or if I'm speaking someplace. So anything that fits my professional life, right? That doesn't mean I couldn't share something about my personal life, but it I'd really have to find a way to make it to make it fit over there. And I really want to keep those separate. So I've got about 800 people on my business page and I know what they're there for. They're there for my pro professional expertise to help them in their social marketing, right? Why have people connected me with me on my personal page? Because they want to connect with me, just the person. They may or may not know what I do or care what I do, but they're my friend, right? So about once a month, I'll share a post from my business page to my personal page and say, hey, uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I just celebrated my ninth anniversary with my business. Isn't that crazy? I never even thought of myself as an entrepreneur. Hallelujah, <laughs> or whatever, you know. And thanks to all my clients or something like that. And I think that's really appropriate. But, you know, I know that not everyone shares the same distinctions that I do. And some people, it might bleed over a way, a way more than it does with me. So, for instance, if um, Ben, if your wife, Jenna, decided to open a clothing store for kids clothes and you she had a business page and a personal page you know that's just going to bleed over like crazy right because <laughs> she's going to use your beautiful kids as her models so that would be a perfect example of when it's just going to cross over all the time and people aren't going to know or care or they, they might know but they won't care because it fits does that make sense so if, if Ben has an Italian restaurant and he wants to post some pictures of his kids eating spaghetti, <laughs> an Italian fair at his restaurant on his business page, that's going to be awesome. Those are some ideas I can think of that would work. Um, but in a lot of cases, I think keep it a little bit separate. So and I have one last one which is and, and this will apply to probably most everyone who's going to listen to the call or or is on the call so i have a friend who's working on various projects and you know ben and i are each writing books a lot of we're all trying to develop things you know whether it's a uh you know a retreat or some kind of a workshop or you know we we have something that's in the pipeline and at some point we're going to want to kind of broadcast it 
you know? And yeah. so I have a friend who said, you know, I have some things that I'm working on and I know you mentioned um, you can have all these different aspects of Facebook be used to like, you know, order food and like buy stuff and sell stuff and yeah. all these things. So they're like, you know, I have a Facebook page, I have a business page and I have things that I want to like market. They're not done yet, but I want to pre-plan so that when they are done, like what to do instead of what they've done before, which is like, oh, I wrote an ebook and I just kind of announced to people like, hey, if you join my mailing list, I'll send you my free ebook. And so it's kind of like, after the fact, they thought about what to do with it. And so now they want to do the opposite, which is say, let me think now so that when the thing is done, you know, next year, I already know what I'm going to do with it instead of trying to go, hmm, what do I do with this now that I have it? Oh, that is a great question. And it is so smart to invite people along on your journey from the beginning. Tell them, I have this dream. I want to do this. Tell them when you're having a bad day. Tell them, you know, I told you all that I wanted to do this and I haven't even touched it for three weeks, right? Because I just, I'm struggling to manage all, all the things in my life. When you invite people along on your journey, it makes them want to root for you. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't heard of Story Brand by Donald Miller, Pick it up and read it because the more businesses tell their stories, the more people will join them for their journeys and be your cheerleader and your supporter, right? So Donald Miller, building a story brand, clarifying your message so customers will listen is what he says. But we've really gotten away from storytelling in our culture, sadly, um, but you telling your story and it endears you to me. When I started face to face, I was scared out of my mind. I sat on the floor in an empty room of my house, borrowed my daughter's laptop and that, yeah, I didn't even have a desk or anything. And now it's nine years later and I had no idea if it was even going to work. And when I tell that, to you, it makes you feel differently about me and my business, doesn't it? Because I, I share with you, I started something from nothing. And it still might be just a little business, but it's, it's mine and I have a lot of pride in it. So when you share your story like that, that your humble roots or what was the seed what was the seed that make you made you want to start writing this ebook? You had an idea one day. Tell people that I had an idea and I wanted to help people and this is how I wanted to help them. And they will join you for your journey. Can you share any examples of maybe how you've added a story to what you're doing with some of your clients or maybe even for yourself? Is there a good, um, um, I don't know, maybe a couple like snippets of weaving that together, if that makes any sense? Well, I think I've told you a couple um, along this 
conversation already, indognito, tiny dog accessories, right? She couldn't find accessories for her tiny dogs. So she decided to create her own and sell them online. Um, let me think of a, another couple ones. Oh, one of my clients is a, a transportation and trucking company. They started, <laughs> I just love when people invite me into their stories. It makes me feel honored really that they trust me and it makes me feel connected to them. So the, the owner of this trucking company here in Denver told me he started in this shack just with two trucks and the shack was so tiny and the windows were so <laughs> so bad that when any of the trucks would <laughs> drive past, even with the window shut, the dust would just come pouring in and jack up the fax machine all over again. <laughs> <laughs> you paid your dues. <laughs> oh, wow. Alexandra is asking a question. You want to bring that up, Shane? That way. Yes. Uh, yeah, thank you. Hi. Thank Hi. you so much for sharing all this. Uh, so uh, when you said like uh, people like to go along with the, your journey, um, you meant like, uh, like if I have in mind just now, I'm a coach as well and I'm a photographer. And um, I usually, I use Facebook and I use um, uh, Instagram. And I've been thinking about, you know, sharing with people stories that has happened to me. But I'm like doubtful of uh, like if that's gonna, I don't know, like uh, just now when you said that about people like to engage with you in your journey, but I, I'm not sure if you're saying this, like talking about the past and your story, or it would be like great just to engage them with your story right now and what's happening right now, what you want to create. I think it's both, Alexandra. Okay. It's, um, do the work to develop your story so that you can tell it well, right? And share okay. your frustrations and then share how you, you found a creative way to solve it, right? People love that. Um, in Donald Miller's book, uh, Building a Story Brand, he's even more specific. He's like, you tell a story about one of your clients. Mm -hmm. You don't use their proper name, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, but you share, they came to me and this was happening. And then we started working together and now, so see, you're not the hero in their story. They're the hero in their story. You're the guide. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You ever think about all the powerful stories that we are so drawn to, you know, Luke Skywalker, he mm -hmm. needed a guide to help him, right? So you are the guide in people's lives. And when you frame it like that, they get to be the hero in their story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, um, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, so would you recommend like posting, while well, you're posting some of that, like in your uh, like live Facebook or your story, how long of a 
you know, little like videos, would you, how long would the video be in order to be just something that people just engage with it and, and not get bored with, with your story or you're, you're saying too much or, because I know the spam of attention is really short right now. And we're, we will be talking to everyone, but, uh, but also millennials, right? They are very used to these kind of uh, things. So wh what would you say about that? Okay, I like that. That's a specific question. Um, you know, for a while, Facebook was really urging you to do shorter videos uh, under three minutes because people's attention spans are pretty short. But then I think they saw that a bunch of people were just throwing up any old garbage. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a lot of value. So <laughs> I think what you want to focus more on instead of length is value. Am I really presenting something that's going to help this person today, this week, you know? Um, so I think you asked a little earlier, Shane, too, how often you should post. And I don't think we addressed that. I say if you're not going to post at least twice a week on Facebook, it's not going to be effective for you. Can you post every business day? Yes. Surely. Can you post more than once a day? You could, but make sure there's a variety of posts, right? Because what will appeal to one person may not to appeal to the next. So video content, focus on quality, substance, more than length. If it's a five-minute video, but it's really good content, people will watch it. Mm -hmm. And it will stay up and it will keep getting views for a long time. So if at that, I was talking to another radio station and they were freaked out about the video thing. And I said, guys, listen, create one good video a month, right? something of substance that people will really enjoy. They might even want to watch it more than once. At the end of the year, you'll have a library of 12 videos that you can post again and again. Why? Because they're not time sensitive and because they have value. Mm. The added benefit to that is you can use that on your website, right? You can use it on your Facebook page. Right. You can use it in a myriad of ways. So I think videos with value and substance um, are what you're going for. And whether it's two minutes or five minutes, seven minutes, don't worry so much about that. Okay. And, and then you, you said something about the uh, organic. It has to be organic it has more value to the viewers that it's something done i mean it, that it looks professional but it's done organically with your phone at the instant of what was happening uh so that is that is more like that gets more likes and views yep you're right um i'm holding up one of these this is just a little handheld uh, uh -huh. device that i can throw my phone in and it takes steadier video, it's about mm -hmm. $150. I really recommend it. Um, you can see from the handle here, you can just set it up on something so mm -hmm. that you can get video of yourself if you want, but it'll mm -hmm. hold it steady for you. And it's way better than just holding your phone like this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 
So $150, totally worth it. Um, on, on Amazon or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have the Osmo brand. That's what it's okay. called and I like it. Um, another thing I should mention is that 80% of people on Facebook are on Facebook on their phones. So if you're going to take a video, take it upright because it will show better on Facebook. Okay. Okay. Because if you're on Facebook and uh, somebody took their video like this, mm -hmm. then what happens? Yeah, it's, you're watching it's, it, it's really small and there's a lot of space on either side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not that great. So, so portrait, portrait mode. No, it's like, yeah. mm -hmm. okay. Right. Well, thank you. This is very interesting because I, I you know, since they started with the, the uh, tool of uh, Facebook Live and Facebook and the story, mm -hmm. uh, I got a little bit scared of those uh, <laughs> tools because, <laughs> you know. You... Most of us are. It's pretty intimidating. There's no safety net. But no. the risk is worth it. And as they say, fate favors the bold. Okay. Okay. Well, well, thank you for all these because I, I never thought that this, uh, life thing had a lot, so much, uh, you know, effectiveness on the, uh, today. So thank you. So I, I'm thinking about as a coach and as a photographer, I do a lot of videos too, so I would. Uh, I've, been, I've been trying to unite the two uh, professions, you know, just to just to sell myself as I am, as a coach. I can, you know, create videos as well to motivate uh, people, etc. But um, but it, it's a good way to explain to have that tool and just go with it and just say, you know, this is me. You know what, Alexandra? If you're a photographer, the world is your oyster. Because I think of uh, Reed Drummond, the pioneer mm -hmm. woman. She mm -hmm. started with a little blog, but she took great pictures of her process as she was creating these recipes, right? Mm -hmm. And the combination of her fun personality with her great pictures helped demystify cooking for millions of women who just follow her show now. So Reed Drummond, Pioneer Woman, can be your inspiration. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, totally, 100%. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Re with an R or Brie with a B-R? Oh, it's Re, R-E-E, Ree Drummond, the Pioneer Woman. She was a New York socialite and met a rancher from Oklahoma and it turned her life upside down. So she has her own cooking show on the Food Network. Yeah, got it. And probably um, half a dozen best-selling cookbooks. Yeah. The name's familiar, but uh, the Pioneer Woman threw me. I yeah. Not, so. <laughs> so it's Re, R-E-E. -E. So our calls are usually from 6 to 7.30, so we're coming up to about the last 10 minutes. So I didn't know if anyone else had any other questions or, Jenny, if you had any other closing thoughts, if you'd like to promote your business or have them go anywhere to look more information up about you or to contact you if they'd like to, you know, what's the process of people reaching out to you if they're interested in what you've been talking about and want to know more. I know you mentioned you do offer a consult. So 
I do. Thank you. It's uh, my email is face to face f a c e t o f a c e at q dot com, um, or they can go to my website. It's jennypoppinger.com. That's with an i e. Um, I do professional speaking. It's not the main thing that I do, but I I do offer that. Um, and as you mentioned, I do. Uh, one-hour consultations where I'll look at what you have and come to you with recommendations of how you can maybe um, grow your business through social marketing on Facebook. So, yeah. And one last question I had about how you operate. I know you mentioned that you do a monthly check-in. So if someone came on as a client, what would that look like? You know, you have the initial consult and then you have a monthly meeting are they I know you mentioned you have a folder so they're sending stuff to you and you put it in a folder but what's the kind of um, interaction I guess between the client and then you as their kind of professional marketer um, right we just schedule that appointment at the end of each appointment we schedule the next month's appointment and it's their opportunity, honestly, to communicate with me whatever they'd like. But I usually ask them, what, uh, what have you liked? What have, is there anything you didn't like? Um, oh, this post got a lot of results. This one didn't get hardly any. Should we do more of this? Um, do you want to, you know, we talk about upcoming promotions for the next month. So I really try and offer a lot of extra with my services and I have them branded for um, their FaceTime, saving face and about face. So it's really easy once Tuesdays and Thursdays, when is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and when is every business day. So that's how I work it. If people have um, additional um, specifications, for instance, I was working with a breakfast restaurant that wanted all of their posts before like 11 in the morning. So I just did a small upcharge to accommodate them with that. So, yeah. The main thing I would urge everyone to remember about Facebook is it's really relationship marketing. Ben said it at the top of the meeting is it's not just return on investment, it's return on engagement. So use the word you, you is the most persuasive word in the English language and use a lot of questions in your posts. Have you heard? Did you know? What do you think? Um, and because when the human brain sees a question in writing, psychologically, we want to answer that question. So if you use the word you and use questions, that should help with your engagement. Um, but really just try and have fun with them, respond to every single comment say thanks for you know thanks for playing i follow through is just really important i have one one question so i i have my personal facebook uh page and uh i have i i created my business as well but i haven't launched it so um like i'm curious if i should like my business is going to be public, so it's not going to be close to only my friends. So mm -hmm. how do you do that transition? Like I, 
I send that request of my friends to like my page or I do not. And I just go without my friends and just, you know, go like that. How would you suggest that? Have you published your page yet? Uh, it's published, but I haven't like, uh, I, I just created it. Okay. Well, Alexandra, I do have some specific advice for you on that. Um, go in and invite like six to eight people a day. Don't go over that or Facebook will think you're spamming people and it'll start to get grumpy with you. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's better to invite, say, 80 friends over the span of a week instead of okay. inviting them all at once. Oh, okay. So, okay. That was a very good, okay. So depending, um, well, my, so every, every week, how many friends you said I oh, invite? Just like every day go in and invite 10 people. Okay. Okay. Right. Good. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Sure. I've been trying to post a couple of the things that you were saying there, Jenny, because the, um, the notes, uh, <clears throat> Shane, Shane and I work on trying to produce the call afterwards in the sense that we try to send some notes out with the video so that people can kind of get an idea as to what the content is. And then, um, you know, the chat log um, pops up as part of the, the after call stuff. So, you know, we'll certainly give you copies of all the stuff so you can see it, make use of it however you want. Um, is there anything in particular, like people choose face-to-face -face or they choose Jenny, you know, because of, you know, I don't know, X, Y, Z, like what's the, is there a big reason or do you find that everybody has a different reason as to why they pick you? They find you engaging, they find you funny, they find you, um, um, I don't know, professional and able to get them engagement. I mean, is there anything in particular that you find wins you clients more than any other thing or? Um, well, I just really try to assure them at the, all the way through that their business is their baby. And I appreciate them trusting me with their business and I will be very careful with their online reputation um, because I don't want to ever take that for granted. That's a big deal when somebody trusts you with that. So, and I'm not a big company where I have, you know, 20 people who are gonna follow through for me. It's just me right now. <laughs> so I really do take the time to get to know my client and um, be able to um, speak as them. So it's kind of like the wizard in the Wizard of Oz, except I'm not corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> behind the curtain nobody knows it's me but i'm actually working for you and making you look good online <laughs> i like it how about you shane any closing thoughts or any closing questions you wanted to ask uh well my closing thoughts would be that this was super valuable i learned a lot about uh you know i'm a little facebook averse i'm I come out of the film background, so it's much more, uh, I think, um, of a default for me to go to like YouTube and Instagram because it's much more visual. And mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, I'm, I know about Facebook and I kind of use it almost begrudgingly, but I haven't pursued it in uh, 
a professional way. And so a lot of the things you were saying and not only made sense, but there was also lots of things I'm like, Oh, I never knew that. So that was very helpful. And uh, I think that relaying the questions that I had asked of, you know, to you through me uh, is going to be helpful for the other people to listen to afterwards. um, Because there's about like three or four people who said, um, Oh, please send me the recording. So I think that's going to be great. And I think it's just a, you know, one of the things that all of us as uh, entrepreneurs, which m- most of us all are, we have our own business, we have our own practice, we have uh, a product, whether that's ourselves or an actual thing, like a book or some of the, th- the projects that people are working on. And I think one of the things to just take away is, you know, I always, I always go back to like a team means together, everyone accomplishes more. And so if you build a team, like someone like yourself who would say, oh, they're my Facebook marketer and they're going to handle that for me. And it frees you up to then do other things. And you're going to be working together, but also they're able to kind of leverage your specificity and your knowledge in that one area. And they don't need to necessarily take all the time and effort to say, I'm going to spend a year learning how to do this. They could spend a year building their business because you already know how to do it. And so I think that that is a valuable takeaway for people to say, let go of the reins a little bit, let someone drive. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that way you can just do more and also have more energy and time to focus on the things that you're the expert at. So I think that is a really good reminder for all of us to branch out, experiment, hire people that have an expertise so that they can help you. You are right on the nose, Shane. In fact, years ago, Ben and I saw John Maxwell speak in Denver, and he said precisely that, didn't he, Ben? He said, you can focus on your weaknesses, and if you're a subpar golfer and you practice really, really hard, you might become a mediocre golfer. (laughs) But if you're really good at this and you devote an hour a day to it, at the end of a year, you will be an expert in that field. Wow. So we want to work with experts that make us look good, that are part of our team. Yeah, absolutely. uh, My closing question to you, I just want to circle back around on one question that I had asked earlier, and maybe you can just do this as kind of a closing thought is the concept of in-house versus outsourcing. I mean, obviously some companies are large and they have, I don't want to say unlimited budgets, but hiring somebody to be a social media manager makes sense. So setting that aside, is there any closing thoughts on outsourcing versus in-house um, aside from you know the, the obvious payroll advantage? Um, well, you know, companies like United Airlines, they have a whole team of social marketers. And if you hashtag United and you're in a flight and then it's gone badly, they're gonna have somebody responding to you (laughs) very quickly, right? Because they want to manage their online reputation. So if you're a small to medium sized business and someone like me can come in and spend an hour a month and have a good grasp on what's going on, and then you can supplement them. I'd like you to post this next week or post this. Then that can be a good a good way to do that. Just like you would outsource your bookkeeping or your housekeeping or anything else. 
my th final thought is I just want to say thanks again to Jenny for being willing to share her expertise. I mean, like I said at the top of the call is that, you know, everybody's time is valuable and I don't take it for granted when somebody that I know is willing to uh, um, donate their expertise for lack of a better way to put it. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, there's good exposure for everybody on the call, but especially for Jenny because she's given us her expertise. So, um, you know, I've got, I've got a list of, I don't know, 15 or 20 people. So this will be going out to probably, I don't know, 40 or 50 people over the next week. So at least get, get some good exposure, some good tips out there. And, uh, um, we'll make sure that, do you want me to put your phone number in the notes or the post, Jenny, or do you want me to leave oh, it sure. to the website or what, I mean, whatever's, sure. I, don't, I don't want you to get bombarded, but <laughs> I would anticipate you may get some calls. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Shane. Thank you, Ben. It's been a pleasure yeah, talking to you. you and to you too, Alexandra. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, a climber, creator, and coach. And I want you to build the skill of health and fitness. My new course is a priceless gift to you, and it's available exclusively on PonoQuest.com. That's P-O-N-O-Quest.com. Build the Skill is a minimalistic, functional, real-world fitness program, which can help you to move better and get stronger faster. I can't wait for you to check it out. And when you do, please let me know how it helps you. That's build the skill at PonoQuest.com. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Solve Network. As a reminder, these calls are held live on the first and third Thursday of each month. If you'd like to join us as either a listener or guest expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com. On behalf of my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're glad you are a part of the network and hope you are finding solutions. If you need solutions, please reach out.